Hey everybody, we are Martin, Robert, and Francis, and this is Snakes and Otters, a pointless discussion of eternal questions. Get ready, we're about to live in your head, rent-free. Hey everybody, welcome back to Snakes and Otters. This is episode 24. I'm Martin. I'm Robert. And I'm Francis. This is another road trip episode. We are back at the beautiful St. Minard Arch Abbey in St. Minard, Indiana. We've also made a trip today through Sacramento, Kentucky. Yes. To very quickly visit what there is of the Sacramento battlefield. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, uh, join don't the worry. club. Oh, you That's know what else is. Most people aren't. That's right. It's a, it's a great little town. Uh, yeah, a nice little town. Yeah, yeah. It, it, was a, it was a cavalry skirmish in December 1861. Wasn't all that much, but yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, it's about 800 people total. But it's notable because it's thought to be really the first time Nathan Bedford Forrest was in command uh, during a combat action. So it was really fun to, to drive through Sacramento, Kentucky, and then come up here. We are fresh from Vespers and from a giant German meal at Schnitzelbank in Jasper, Indiana. So it's been quite a day for us. That's right. Hopefully we won't nod off during this episode. <laughs> At least not all of us. <laughs> So, as I mentioned, this is our inaugural stab at the Code of Honor episodes. And again, this is its going to be more than just movie quotes and fun things like that. We really are going to try to bring up some stuff that means something to us personally. You know, during the Tom Moore episode, I really pushed the guys to talk about what Moore meant to them personally... And so that, that sort of was the inspiration for this. There's, there's things that we go by, uh, things that we are important in our lives, and we wanted to talk about those and hope that it meant something to you too. Yeah, All of our quotes aren't really cool quotes. They actually have a background to them. They, yeah. they say well, something. Mostly. About, mostly. <laughs> uh, occasionally we'll throw out stuff. Monty Python's an exception. We're going to throw that out from time to time anyway. But most of these things, they actually have some heft they have some meat they, they 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 make a statement about what we believe to be good and right or not in with regards to the universe and that has merit it, we'd it like helps to think us so. divine some of those eternal questions that's right because ultimately that's what we're about so so i'm going to go first guys and this one is pretty much my favorite of all time so that's why I wanted to do it first. It's a very famous, well, I don't know. It may not be super famous, but you may have heard of the person who wrote it. That's P.J. O'Rourke. Oh, yes. This is one okay. of my favorite He's, quotes uh, that you ever say. He uh, is a proponent of the Gonzo Journalism School. So if you've heard of Hunter Thompson, P.J. New Hunter. Um, and P.J. wrote for many years for Rolling Stone magazine. And this quote comes from one of his articles from way back in the 80s. But it's it's just one of those things that struck me that what he was talking about, I can, I can take it and extrapolate it to lots of other stuff. And that quote is, it's one thing to burn down the shithouse, it is another to install plumbing. Love that quote. Absolutely love that quote. So, That's quintessential PJ, too. Yeah. That's right. So people are like, what? 
Yeah. It's got it's got a it's got a biting edge to it, but it it cuts deep because you get oh right. yeah, he is so on target with it. He's this. on target with it. And what it means to me is you know, we all have those days at work when everybody's just griping. Yeah. Everybody's complaining, everybody's bitching about something. And for me this means okay, that's just burning down the shit house. Mm-hmm. Bring a solution to the table. You don't like the way something works, well then Let's talk about a solution and let's stop bitching about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one of those things where if you if you get into that and you get mired in all that complaining, your life's going to be pretty miserable because mm-hmm. you spend a lot of your time at work. That's right. Yep. Uh, you know, it's it's a family too. Yeah. Well, all, all your coworkers are like a family. They're all there, all the different personalities. But you know, it's not just at work. Complainers... Yeah are often complainers and I, I and I pity them I really do yeah. because I do believe that's that is a recipe for unhappiness I'm not sure why it is we could probably go into the psychological things about it well it's what you focus on is is what your life is yeah it's, it's what you, focus you are what on, you eat it's the same yeah. it's the same premise uh, I think therefore I am that's right exactly <laughs> I mean that's literally what yeah, that oh, is. oh Descartes very good sir awesome <laughs> we didn't even we didn't even, that's not even one of your quotes no but it's it, not it's but great it's wow. <laughs> see that's what happens we start we put something into the pot and we all start cooking on it yeah sometimes yeah. more chefs do make a better souffle. <laughs> See, we're just we're just all over the place. Not that stuff. you know us men eat souffles, but you get the idea. Well, that's well, what, it's a happen? stew. And stew, he, yeah. It's a stew, and and I've put in some meat, and he just put in some taters, some nice some nice taters, and 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 you're putting in some wine, and it's gonna that's, be good. Absolutely, yeah, be that's good right. We are, yeah, it always it always is a triumph deluxe <laughs> when we're finished. But that's that's just one of those things that. Uh, Anytime we're in, in gatherings at, at, at work or, or things that are that are hitting me at work, or big trainings, things like that, it's always in my mind. And again, when, when you first say something like that, people go, uh, okay, the computer guy's kind of weird. But then you explain it, and then they start nodding their heads. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. And, you know, really, to me, that I first thing I think of that is not even work. I think of that as just the, the current um, social and political climate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's correct. You know, we're busy burning down the shithouse house. All, All year round. You right use now. that as the uh, as one of the uh, closing quotes on your email signature. Don't I you? have yes in the past. I yep. was gonna say I don't know if you do it right I, now. Well, I cleaned it up. Well, yeah, you, yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't use the S word. It's it's the outhouse. Yeah. Uh, well, to, yeah. Okay. But you have one to thing do to that. burn down the outhouse. It's another to install plumbing. But it's it, yeah, and it's it's one thing to denigrate. It's one thing to criticize. It's one thing to try to bring down. It's much harder. To create value, yes, with with your actions, uh, with your words, everything. It's it's much much more difficult. Yeah, it's much easier to see what's wrong with what's going on than it is to offer a solution. Well, and, you know, one requires work; the other requires <laughs> nothing. No, it just requires bitterness and anger mostly. Yeah. And, uh, now, you would not consider people that do this to be necessarily pessimists. It's not that type of thing, right? Yeah, it can be. It, it very might be, can. but it's it's, it's those constant gripers and complainers, and it's like, well, yeah, but what are you going to do about it? Yeah, I think there's a lot of categories of people that can fall into this. I mean, you know, the "Hey, you kids, get off my lawn" kind of guy is going to dip into this pool every once in a while yeah. too. Yeah, which uh, we've we've decided we're not that. 
Well, not yet. Oh, you are. That's oh, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, yeah. I, I thought you were working towards it, but I didn't think you were there yet. Oh, I think he's close. been there for about five years. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fifteen. Okay. <laughs> but you know, we can all fall into that trap of wanting to burn down the outhouse. Uh, you know, because part of that's just venting steam. Yeah. Yes. Ah, but but just, yeah, it's quotes like this that once you have chewed, swallowed, and digested them, as Shakespeare would say. They become part of you. Yeah. And you have built, you have inoculated yourself. How's that for a good word? Yes, on that's this? right. Inoculated right. yourself against this toxic behavior. Yeah. Because he's right. Robert's right. There's nothing wrong with letting off the steam. But once you've blown the steam, right. okay, now it's time to get to work. Think about some way we can address this. Right. If you're going to burn down the outhouse, by God, you either better have plans for a better new one or you better have that Well, that's on right. Order. Because yeah, ultimately, pipes on order. this, by the way he phrases this, this is not about letting off steam because that's harmless. Burning down the outhouse, if you've ever done that or have known of something or even just think this yeah. one through a little bit. What is your alternative once the outhouse is gone? And you'll see the pickle, the, the serious level that this sort of a thing rises to. This yeah. is not for your garden variety. I just want to complain because I'm feeling bad. This, When you're burning down the outhouse, it's bad business. Yeah. Nobody yeah. likes the person who did that. Yeah. And it, it came to mind, This is, you guys are going to like, whoa. But we're in Vespers. Yeah. And I can't help but think of... Trials and tribulations of current denominations. Yeah. I mean, it, certainly the Catholic Church has issues at this moment. Yeah. But other de- denominations do too. Well, sure. They're shrinking. Uh, oh, yeah. There's much criticism of, of faith and religion out there. Oh, yeah. The nuns, as in N-O-N-E-S, as in people who profess no religion, is the only growing denomination currently. Yeah. yeah. And that's a statistical yeah. Thing and it is exponentially growing. Yeah, uh, to me that's the same same deal. Yeah, that's right. The, those the, those people are burning down the outhouse. Ooh, and, this and is like, really good. Hey, why why can't you be constructive about people's faith? Re- be respectful. If you can't get there, at least be respectful. Understand the beauty of what's going on around you here. This is a lovely place. These are a group of men here in, at. Minor that are completely dedicated to mm-hmm. this life. Yeah. You know, a cynic could look at it as they're throwing their life away. They could be doing something productive yeah. on the outside. That's burning down the outhouse. But that's exactly it's burning because down there the is Appreciate. there is value in what they are doing, and if you can't understand that, that is perhaps to be pitied. Yeah. But ultimately, it but must not be allowed yeah, there's, to there's, to rule the day. You know, a model. Uh, modeling a, a, a mentorship, uh, an example of life there. That, that's that's worth examining, anyway. Well, yeah. It, perhaps it's not for everybody to emulate, of course, but it's it's worth examining and thinking through. Okay, there might be something here that even though I'm not going to adopt this lifestyle, the these these men have a have a. A stability and, and and something to their lives that I could look at. Absolutely. Well, the Benedictine rule, and these are Benedictines for those of you mm-hmm. who may not know, and it's, it goes to the rule of Saint Benedict, was you know, which was a thousand years ago. But basically, it's prayer and work. That's yes. what they do. They do the two together, and they, they don't consider them a dichotomy at all. There's yeah. that word again we love to use, yeah. but they consider it to be absolutely integral to the yeah. human person. 
And so few people see value in work, seems like, anymore. Or prayer. Yeah. And and work has a has a special dignity. Absolutely. Oh yeah, and that there's a we could talk a long time on that subject. Absolutely. That might that I, might even be its own episode. Yeah. Uh, that the it, dignity it, of of honest work. Of honest work. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so tell my kids, hey, look, just put the work in. It's all going to work out in the end. That's right. No matter what else is going on, you think somebody got something you didn't get. So what? Just put the work in on what you're doing. Yeah. Because if somebody's asked you to do that work, mm-hmm. there's a reason. That's right. Otherwise, they wouldn't have asked you. That's right. So may not be yours to in. understand. Yeah, put the work in. Everything's going to come out. Well, I tell, we, we tell our children all the time that it's not necessarily the degree you get; it's the fact that you get one from a reputable four-year college. That's really what it's about in it's many a, ways. Yeah, for an undergraduate degree. Yeah, it, and it's not that you are smart; it's that you're able and willing to do the work. Do the work. That's yeah. what it says about you in society, and that's why. Uh, that's why it's an advantage. So, Francis, you had something we were going to move on to. I had a quote that's very, very similar to yours. And as possibly the one of the resident Star Trek episodes here, you'll hear Star Trek quotes from me all the time. Uh, it, it, they Sometimes they just do so well. Yeah. I thought so, I was going to say, sometimes they just pop out. Well, that, that's very true, too. Oh, yes. Uh, oftentimes in common speech, and you guys know this very well, occasionally Spock will appear. Kirk will appear. Yeah. Picard will appear. It, and it's... It's easy to dismiss that, but a lot of that stuff is really good writing. That's right. I always try to give uh, as much of credit to the uh, the actual author. It's not always possible, right? Uh, uh, but um, uh, yeah, screens screenplay credits can be difficult. But so, uh, sometimes, not always from from memory. Sometimes I can. Uh, some yeah. of the earlier original episodes, possibly, but this one is from Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan, which is arguably the best. Of the original movies, it's. I mean, they're all. They all have their advantages. They're all good. Uh, I even love Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Believe it or not, I actually do too. I I'm do too. The, I think you and I are some of the few people like, that like it. Well, even though it's not an action episode, that's well. I mean, it's, it's it, a make you think. Film. It is very much so. Oh, and we could actually. There's actually some really good uh, uh, anthropology and philosophical uh, approaches in there that are. Kind of antithetical to Gene Roddenberry's position, and yet he wrote the damn thing. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We could talk a little bit I mean, about that. To one be time. sure, there are you know some whole segments you could cut out of that movie and not miss. <laughs> Nevertheless, if you are Star- if you movie. are a Star Trek fan, the whole scene where Scotty takes Kirk over to the Enterprise and you have these long, loving looks. <clears throat> many people have said that's boring. If you're a Trekkie. It's nearly orgasmic. Yes. I'm sorry. That's that is that is a, that is a tone deafness to the genre and to the franchise. Yeah. And you know, I don't. I, I'm kind of going down a rabbit hole here, which we often tend to do. That's not what I'm. I'm, I'm actually going after that. Speaking of rabbit holes, before you lay this, because uh, I know where you're headed. Before you lay this on us, uh, I just wanted to mention we are. I got a new bourbon. That's right. It's yes. not new to us, but it's new to the show, I guess. It's that's a, right. It's we, the we, first appearance we of Basil tend, Hayden. That's right. Them. We tend to rotate our bourbons through. Uh, many will always repeat, but, you know, we're always trying something new. And Basil Hayden is one of... And, uh, Robert, you said it's the first bourbon you ever had? I believe so, yeah. yes. And this was many, many years ago. 25 uh, years to 25 years ago, 1994. And one of the reasons that I buy it and bought it then, I'm pretty sure, is because Basil Hayden who was a 
distiller in about 1796, mind you, <laughs> here in central Kentucky. He is my direct ancestor. Uh, through my father's mother's side, he's my fourth great-grandfather. Now, me and thousands of other folks. Don't yeah. get you know. Don't, don't get, get me wrong. wrong. Uh, yeah. it's you, not you don't have a stake in the... I have no the, stake in the company. No, that's a no. totally different branch. Which is a oh, crying shame. Well, that's, that's correct. <laughs> I, I mentioned that because as we were shopping for Basil Hayden, we came across a bourbon called Rabbit Hole. And yeah, and we were talking about how we tend to, <laughs> tend to do that well, those, so well, oftentimes. That's, uh, that's a good one. That, that should that, almost be the official bourbon of this show. Almost, right. almost. Well, I don't know. I, there's too many good bourbons to officialize yeah, anything. That's true. Uh, yeah, and that's, and we I, still haven't gone back around to the Angel's Envy uh, that I enjoy so much. Well, it, basil it's, is tremendous. Yeah, it's stuff. basil tonight. It's it's one of their very, very it best. It is so smooth. It is indeed so, so very smooth. smooth. It's one of our favorites here. Uh, among many others, of course. So, your quote. We have go danced ahead. around it. Yes, yes we have. Ahead, I am building anticipation for it. Star Trek Two. if you know the scene, it's about the Genesis device. And it's a brilliant way of talking about the creation of life by artificial means. Uh, which, of course, always is relevant to us. I mean, it's been something we've been trying to do since the dawn of time. The stories of Frankenstein and Jurassic Park and many others <laughs> go back to that same thing. Same idea. Humanity cannot be God. And in the context of the story, they are, in fact, do that very thing. They create a device that can actually create life. And as you might suspect, Spock and Dr. McCoy have a bit of a debate about this. <laughs> uh, it's, one of the great, it's one of the great humanizing moments of that movie it, uh, that's full of action. But this is really kind of gets to that philosophical core that all good Star Trek should at least touch on. And they're talking about this, and, they're, they're, and McCoy, as you might suspect, says, no, wait a minute. You can take this Genesis device, put it on an uninhabited planet, and it will create an habitable planet. What if you do it on a habitable planet? And Spock says, well, it, uh, the, such life would be destroyed in favor of its new matrix. Its new matrix. You know, do you have any idea what you're saying, Spock? He says, I'm not, I am not trying to evaluate the moral implications here, Doctor. As a matter of, and here's my quote, as a matter of cosmic history, it is always easier to destroy than to create. And of course, McCoy says, not anymore. Yeah. Now we can do both at the same time. And therein lies really, that... Really, Doctor, you must learn to govern your passions. They will be your undoing. Yes. Okay, sorry, I went off of... That's all right, we could easily do that. Logic suggests. Yeah, we said we, we work for the one quote, and he gives us the entire freaking scene. And you know that's that's just the way but we work on here. It, uh, that quote, but the reason that yeah. quote is so good, it's not just that philosophical piece that that goes back to that heart of humanity. We have been trying to create life. I mean, parents do that. In many ways, but that's not quite the same thing. We are looking when you're talking about that. When you're talking about the power to create, all art is uh, is part of that. All technological accomplishment, all this sort of stuff. Humanity has been trying to create ever since the beginning, and that is one of those, I believe, God-given sparks within us is this desire to create. And yet, too often, destruction is all we can manage. And that is, it's that duality of humanity once again. The creator versus the destroyer. And it's a cry in shame. It's very similar to what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. It, destruction it's, it's something is else. so easy. It's often, that's all we bother with. And we forget, as you say, it's a lot easier to, it's, you should be installing plumbing. Yeah. 
It, 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 that's, that's, you know, such a thing that just stunning that it's a lot of the same concept from a gonzo journalist who had missed a snort and coke in the 80s to this Star Trek screenwriter. That's right. Um, yeah, well, Nicholas Meyer was are, the director, you, and, uh, and you I, end up in the same yeah, place. Yeah, it's really tremendous, right? And it, and it's well, it, it's, it's a universal it's, idea, it, exactly. And that's what we're talking about here. That's something we humans constantly wrestle with: is that fact was are we a creator or a destroyer? And we'll and the answer, of course, is both. But we have choice at any given moment yeah. which one we decide to be. Yes, sometimes you do have to des- to destroy to be able to con- uh, create. You know, so hopefully it's not the outhouse before you've installed the plumbing. Well, that's yeah, kind of the philosophy have, yeah, we're talking about here. Pipe and and yeah. and all the uh, all the all the fixtures and everything ready to go when you so, start bulldozing. Yeah, you know, these are very profound. They're also very practical in the sense of yeah, you know, let's yeah, stop complaining and let's work at us. Yeah, let's do something. Well, that's right. Well, and, and not just anything because creation implies that it is worthwhile. It, yes. it, it is it is worth doing, value. and that and as, as does your oh. quote here because modern art market would apparently disagree with you. Well, perhaps, <laughs> but uh, and, and when you speak of you know the the concept of of installing plumbing compared to an outhouse is an enormous, yeah. you know. I tell change. you what, yeah, you know, and you want to take it. That's a great example because when you think about it, where would we have modern society without indoor plumbing? I think not. No. Nope. Yeah. Well, that's correct. As I said in the movie, in the Disney movie Hercules, indoor plumbing—it's going to be big. Oh, you betcha! That's right. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a game changer. So, out of the ones that I have here on my list, I think the one that I'm going to go with is a nice follow-up to this. Oh, good, cool, excellent. So, because we talked about you know, stop complaining and do something, but do something good. That's that's ultimately very well put, sir. That's exactly what we're talking about here. Yes, <laughs> right. So, this is my quote from a man called Napoleon Hill. And Napoleon Hill, uh, he was a journalist, and he was introduced to Andrew Carnegie back in the 19-teens, give or take. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. And he was... Uh, wrote, wrote a series of books, right? Rather well, not a series of books, but many books, yeah. Yeah. And they're what we would call today uh, self-help books, motivational books. Right. And he was... Uh, after this interview, Andrew Carnegie said... If you will take on this project, I will give you letters of introduction to important people, people who are thinkers, movers, shakers, and what have you. And his job was to interview them and to basically write the book that defines the secret of success. Give or take. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but not the, you know, make, uh, you know, if I do this, I'll make a million dollars. This is the system how to do it. Uh, and the book he ended up writing, he actually wrote many books. This was not the first one he wrote. Uh, and, all, and Andrew Carnegie, he didn't pay him to do this. All right? This is a project he, he took on. And, and really, some of the stuff that he came up with is a little, eh. But this is a great quote. What the mind of man can conceive and believe, and that part's very important, right. he can achieve. What you can conceive and believe, you can achieve. Because if you can think it up and believe you can do it, then yes, you can. That doesn't mean it'll be easy doesn't mean it'll happen exactly the way you plan it, that there won't be missteps along the way. But that quote is the reason why we have things like the pyramids or indoor, the Colosseum. Or indoor plumbing. Or, or indoor, indoor plumbing. plumbing. You know, these are all things that are 
totally brand new things people had never seen before. This is a very non-mechanistic approach. Yes, yes. It is a very organic approach That's right, to yeah. things. Uh, it, it is a very soul-filled thing. Yes. It's it's not a it's it's a the atheists would have problems with that. Um, uh, well, I mean, possibly, possibly if if they took it to its deepest levels, because basically you're saying we are greater than the sum of our simple parts. Uh, there is there is an aspect of that to this. Yeah, we are uh, better for, than we know. I think for Hill, the the important thing was that um, it was about confidence, about having confidence in yourself mm-hmm. and your abilities. Yep. yep. And that is certainly very important. Uh, Lord knows that uh, you know this is not the kind of confidence we hand out to kids nowadays, where we just give them a trophy for showing up. Uh, you know, this is about doing real things. This is about installing the indoor plumbing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, half of life is showing up, but only half. Right. <laughs> there's there, there's more to go. So and fifty percent is still a failing grade. <laughs> yeah. You right. know. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Well, it's ultimately, you have to do the work. And I think that's kind of what we're talking about here. But it's not just that. Right. Because it, it's, it's more, it's, it's that, that un, unbelievable power of confidence. Is, I mean, is that the center of where he's at? Is that the red hot center of um, this? No, not just that. Uh, because it is, cause you can have confidence, you can do incredibly stupid stuff. Sure. Right. It's what you can conceive and believe. So uh, I think he would probably explain it as, you know, I can conceive that I can fly by flapping my arms, and I can believe it. Well, that doesn't mean it's going to happen, right? Right? Because I, I think the inherent is this, that what you conceive is something that is possible. Which goes now, back, yeah. it might be improbable, but it's got to be possible. It may not be possible with current technology, you know, it's all kind of, but, but that's the core of creation. But that's the core of creation. Oh, uh, yes, right? that's kind of exactly what we're talking about here. That's it's creating more, something new from and, what and good did not and good. So, well, so if you're talking about stop complaining and do something, I'm saying do something good. You're saying do something new and good. Well, it could be new. It yeah. could be new. But for some of us, it's just believing that you can do something that somebody else has already done. It's new to you. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's important too because so when you think about when we talk about confidence, think about how many people live such horrible lives of despair and they don't even realize it sometimes just because they don't know any better, that they don't think that they can do any better, that this is their lot in life. Yeah. That's antithetical to what Hill is talking about. Because remember, this yeah. is this is from a book about success. Mm-hmm. It's called Think and Grow Rich, is where this, this does, came out. Of. This does presume that there is a system in place that allows you to achieve. Um yes, to agree, that doesn't necessarily mean that uh there's a helping hand. Correct. That's right. Uh it's more that there is the freedom. That's right. Oh, and the freedom which, to take a leap of faith. That's right. The freedom to take a chance. But inherent in that is the freedom to fail. That's yep. correct. Ultimate, so That's yeah, which kind of goes back, and this is probably another episode, another series, but the importance of freedom with regards to creation is essential. Yes. Because mm-hmm. yep. in this quote, it's not he will achieve, he can achieve. That's right. The, the, the possibility is there. Yeah. We're, uh, not, we're not self-determined. I mean, we're, we are self-determined. We're not to a pre- degree, yeah. We yeah, are yeah. not predetermined. Right. Nor are right. we solely self-determined. Right. So, you know, he was a, supposedly a very uh, spiritual man, very faith-filled. Uh, I think he was a little new-agey 
uh, in, in a lot of ways. He was early for that too, wasn't he? He was very early for that. Uh, he was probably one of the first ones that came up with the concept of the law of attraction, which was at the heart of the movie The Secret and the book The Secret. I remember that. So, that was from ago. the yeah, it was in the early 2000s, I yeah. think. Yeah. I, I am not a big believer in the whole law of attraction thing because it's, it's basically whatever I think about hard enough and really want hard enough, the universe will give to me. And no matter how much people try and fluff that and make it sound, that's essentially what it is. That's God you as know? a vending machine. I, I can't sign Exactly. That one. It's yeah. very much at the heart of... Um, uh, prosperity gospel. Prosperity gospel. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. You that's, have to put in the work. That's right. You have to... Now... I would maybe frame that as I become attractive to those that I might want to work with, but it's not that the universe is just ready to give me stuff. Right. It, it, you, you are open to the opportunity when someone brings something to your door, you're ready for it. Right. Well, that's that freedom concept again. Exactly. Uh, and I think that's, that's essential. Wow. Yeah. This is a, that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we went really from circled that one really well. It, it we did. did it, all, it all connected. It yeah, all and, and we'll up. be honest, listeners. We weren't really sure how we were going to do this one because this is our first inaugural attempt with this, <laughs> right? And we're just trusting in the magic that we have together that we can make this uh, a meaningful uh, meta narrative, as yeah. it were. Between yeah, we did not know what each of us was going to. That pick is correct. We did not. We, we did not know that. Uh, we've <laughs> talked. I thought you were going to pick something. I thought you were going to pick the uh, the our fault, dear Brutus, is not. Uh, the fault, yeah. yeah, the Shakespeare yeah. from Julius Caesar, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and we because we've got lists that, of different things from each other, but we're not really sure what we're going to do. Yeah. And as we've said in, during our show prep, we may pull something just right out of the air, you know, while while we're going with this because and, and yeah, just but, think it through. And, my whole and spot quote well, we, we, we came up with about two minutes before this <laughs> thing here uh, because we were thinking, wait a minute, that would be a good one based on just previous discussions. Uh, well done, gentlemen. This is this is fantastic. Yeah. What are we doing on time? We are right at about thirty-one minutes, so we are awesome. right on the money. Let's, let's, it let's, worked let's, out just the way I, I wanted. As it the to. great philosopher and comedian Tim Wilson would say, "Looks good, fellas. Let's caulk it." <laughs> <laughs> let's caulk That's it. close enough. Ow, we'll just caulk it. Let's caulk right. it. So, listeners, I hope this was enjoyable for you, and I I hope you don't burn down any outhouses. Go order some plumbing from your favorite. Uh, Home improvement, home, home improvement store and get busy installing some plumbing. That's right. Creation is an act of love, so love often. There you go. That's really good. Ooh, I made that one up, actually. That's really but good. It's, uh, write that down. That's right. good. Yeah, yeah we'll because that's... Save it for another episode. Yeah, that's, yeah, that falls right into what we were talking about. Thanks for being with us here every week at Snakes and Otters, a pointless discussion of eternal questions. Be sure to spread the word on your social media accounts. Follow us and retweet us. We are on Instagram and on Twitter at Snakes and Otters. Let your friends know that they can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and on YouTube. Just search Snakes and Otters Podcast to find us, and please remember to leave us your comments and reviews. It helps people find us. And you can always send us an email at snakesandotterspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Martin. I'm Robert. And I'm Francis. Catch us next week. Same snake time, same otter channel. <laughs>